0: Welcome to the Eccentrics Network. This is another quick dip between the deep dives with Dave and Josh. As always, my name is Josh. And he is joined by Diamond Dallas Dave. All right. Uh, so this is our uh, third quick dip. Is that right, Dave? That's right. Okay. Uh, so this is another tw- uh, quick 20-minute episode. That's right. Where we uh, deal with some of the topics that happened this week. Yep. Uh, so we have a, a new buzzword for this week. and What is that, David? It's going to be paranoia. Okay, Uh, so uh, I, uh, like many of the um, Americans uh, Many of the Americans Americans, uh, yes (laughs) uh, Let's let's do that again just on the fly Okay Uh, I, uh, like millions of Americans got a text message from uh, the presidential alert system yesterday Yep Um, Unfortunately, I didn't know it was coming so it uh, scared the fuck out of me uh, at my desk at work Um, I thought that uh, the jig was up. Uh, he'd read my tweets. It was, over. It was all fucking he was coming, over. He was
1: coming for you.
0: It's <laughs> like, well, I knew I was playing with fire. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of like the color of his hair. Uh, so, uh, how'd you feel when he got that text, Dave?
1: Uh, I felt like I was a. Uh, I felt like I was really special and important because I not only did I get on my main phone, I got on my side phone, I got my extra phone, I got on my burner phone, I got on like ten different phones, man, until I realized that. Everybody else got the same text, and that it feels so special.
0: Well, you say that everybody else got the same text, but really, that's not the case.
1: No, everybody was supposed to. It, it, did you run into somebody that didn't actually get the text?
0: Uh, my wife didn't get the text. Really? And none of
1: her family members got the text.
0: Huh. And uh, lo and behold, uh, they're of a slightly different uh, political and voting bent than I am. Huh. Uh, so if I were one for conspiracy theories, I am. <laughs> um I might find it a little odd that uh, people that I know are in opposition to this individual are getting the messages. Hmm. Um, Now, let's not get crazy. No, we're not. More than likely, this is just a, a system that we can use if he sends the wrong tweet to the wrong country, <laughs> the wrong country. <laughs> and missiles are on, the, are on the way and they've already crashed through New York, Seattle, Los Angeles, and Florida yeah. and are now reloading toward the Midwest. Oh, uh, wait! I you haven't know. thought about this much.
1: Uh, yeah. It, it sounds like you actually kind of gave it a little bit of thought. But Oh, do you think so? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, us here in Kentucky would be the last people to know. <laughs>
0: Uh, you mean it, it's not a good sign when the president goes and talks in front of the United Nations um, Assembly and he says he's the uh, most accomplished president in history Ooh, yeah. and they laugh in his face? Uh, yeah. um, that that doesn't sound like a, a good recipe to you? Uh, not well, to get political. You know, you know. That's you, not political. That's no. just what I see in my eyes. Yeah,
1: so so we're not going to touch on
0: that. Um, let's just say I prefer that the government not have my cell phone number. Sure. Um, I don't remember authorizing that. Well, I probably
1: did in the terms and conditions that I scrolled through and didn't read, right? Well, let's let's give a little backstory on this. This is actually the E9111 series. Uh, E9111, I said it like three times different, all right? Um, it's gonna be E911, uh, and what it is is that it's a chip that's actually built into all the phones that are made after 2007. So if you have anything that's like a smartphone, an Android phone or anything else in between, anything that's not a a flip phone will have this ability to be able to receive text messages from this service. Uh, It was something that was put in by the Bush administration, uh, carried through with the Obama administration, and we're just now testing it out to see if it works. So it's not too crazy of a thing, but. So if you're a time traveler
0: from 1998, you have a flip phone. And you make it 20 years in the future and the president sends a tweet to the <laughs> wrong country and the missiles have already crashed through, uh, Los Angeles, yeah. Seattle, New yeah. York, and Florida. Yeah. and You happen to have your flip phone in your pocket. You're fucked. <laughs> you're maybe out of luck. <laughs>
1: That's true. I, just so I know the rules. Yeah, yeah. So um, everybody with flip phones is out. So this is a uh, trademark centric screenplay. Ooh, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. So uh let's go ahead and move on to our next topic that we've got here. So um we have the uh uh Gaga versus the Venom. Okay, so let's fuck. Let's uh let's go ahead and move on to our next topic that we got here then. Okay. You want me to take the lead on this one or do <laughs> you want to talk about it, David? <laughs>
0: So uh this Friday yes uh two highly anticipated films uh hit theaters uh Venom okay. starring Tom Hardy yep um, and A Star Is Born starring uh, Lady Gaga and uh, Bradley Cooper um just a little background uh Venom is as a character is one of the main villains uh from the Spider-Man comic books and the Marvel comic books right and uh Sony is releasing a standalone Uh, Film on the character, and um, it's expected to do pretty well the box office despite not having great reviews. Um, It's probably the worst reviewed superhero or comic book film uh, in quite some time, right? You know, because of the amazing winning streak of uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It turns out that if you make fifteen or twenty of those, you get the hang of it, uh, rather than just trying to do one every five years like Sony. Right, um so uh star is born on the other hand is also expected to do well, slightly different demographic um just note i'm I'm interested in seeing both yeah because I, I, I like a lot of different. well, which movies.
1: one's gonna be your favorite whenever you go see it
0: probably a star is born, yeah really um yeah, I, I just based on the reviews and the buzz I've heard so far, yeah uh it it looks like a better movie for Interesting. Sure. yeah um but a star is born. Uh, it's kind of that first movie of the year that could be competing for, you know, Oscars and Golden Globes and all that kind of stuff.
1: What do you think uh, Lady Gaga is actually going to get Golden Globe for acting, though? Uh,
0: yeah, uh, I think that's a possibility. Um, you know, she has been in uh, a couple of the
1: uh, American Horror, Horror Story. Story, yeah,
0: and uh, apparently she's very talented. Right. And uh, she's kind of an interesting person to me. I, I wouldn't say she's one of my favorite artists or anything like that, but... Um, She's one of those people where if you peel back the layers of the visuals, there's a lot of talent there. Yeah. So uh, just to fit in with our paranoia theme and what can go wrong on the internet when people have too many tools at their disposal, uh, Lady Gaga fans have been trying to influence the box office of Venom by going on and trashing the movie and leaving shitty reviews. Really? So could you imagine being that dedicated to any, any entity, let alone an actress slash singer.
1: Well, you know, I I'd, want I'd personally Lady Gaga to acknowledge my review that I had for Venom uh, at that point. Uh, I know that she's going to send me a personal email saying, thank you, I appreciate you uh, downrating this uh, movie so mine can do well.
0: She's going to retweet you and people are going to at you.
1: Oh, you know it, okay.
0: yeah, right. Um, personally, if I was going to, support any of the three major stars in these movies i'd probably support tom hardy but yeah um so that's just incredible to me that people would be that invested in a film that we are we know is going to do well so you know, why does your twitter review matter it's like is there really like a bunch of dudes that are sitting on their couch right now waiting for venom to come out tomorrow and be like oh man if I read a shitty review, I'm going to go see A Star Wars More instead.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure there's a few. If I that... see
0: one more fucking bad review, right. it's at a 31% right now. But if it gets down to 29, yeah, I'm switching theaters.
1: You never know. That could uh, actually happen. You never know. Uh,
0: that's another Eccentrics uh, script
1: that we're working on, <laughs> trademark. It's <laughs> two in the can. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Uh, so what's our next topic there?
1: Uh, we are actually going to talk about the ending of the Spider-Man PS4 spoilers alerts here. So
0: Okay. Uh, so we don't even have to spoil the story if you don't want to, but uh, it, when you finish the game, there is a, a credit sequence, which is common in really any video game that has a story mode or a right, campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we clocked the credits here. How long were those credits?
1: They were 27 minutes long.
0: They were literally 27 minutes? They were
1: 27 minutes long, yes.
0: So I find it important for people that have worked on video games, movies, um, music, television, any major creative undertaking, uh, that those people get the credit that they deserve. However, if, let's say, I was hot to trot was ready to play the game more. I got to wait 27 fucking minutes and try to read all those names. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Or, um, and like, what could I have done in those 30 minutes?
1: Well, it, well, the only thing that was going to keep it going is the stinger at the very end because they, they expected that for people to be able to watch them, you know, there's something that's going to happen after the credits, just like every other Marvel cinematic universe movie. That's fair. You know, it's, fair. it's supposed to translate over, but, it, the more you sit there and you actually watch the credits, the more like, okay, I guess my my time is not as valuable as I thought it was.
0: Yeah. Um, it's kind of like having boss battles that require 12 hits. Oh my gosh. Okay, um, so we're
1: we, we get into that on the uh, Spider-Man PS4? Sure, we can talk about it some. All right. Um,
0: just baseline, I really enjoyed the game. Yeah. I'll be excited for uh, the next one, which I assume will be on PlayStation 5 if I had to guess. Um, it was worth my $60. Sure. And um still going to play it and you know, uh, maybe even 100% the game and uh, get a platinum trophy. Uh, but just kind of give me your impressions, because you've probably seen about four to five hours worth of gameplay.
1: Right. I saw the very beginning and I saw the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came in at both points where Josh was starting to play the game. Uh, we had encountered the first big boss battle that there was, and it, and it seemed like that you kind of just... Swung around, swung around, uh, threw something at the boss, and then try to hit him. And you just dodge, uh, swing. Yeah, hit. it, it yeah. seemed like it was repetitive, and it, it seemed like there wasn't a lot of variety that was that was afforded to to be able to play the game. And that's not a lot of fun, in my opinion. Now, I, I didn't know the meat of the game. The crux of the game is is actually swinging around the city, mm-hmm. being able to find like you know uh, backpacks or or help fight crime in certain districts and things like that but you would think that a boss battle itself would actually be something more engaging uh, for the player to be able to hook them in and and keep them there. It felt more like a nuisance. And
0: um, I I guess because of the style of the gameplay and the fact that it's a superhero franchise, um, I have to compare this to the Arkham games. Yeah. And um, a, you went a much longer time between boss battles in the game. There weren't as many in the Arkham series. And I would say, they were maybe half or a third in length, um, because they knew what the core of what they were doing was uh, the collectibles, the and the combat, which Spider Man does very well. Yeah, but you have more variety if you can you know, fight the the thugs or the henchmen rather than you know a slightly overpowered
1: villain. So do you think they should have took more from the Arkham City, uh, or Arkham series rather? Uh, and in trying to do more detective work versus actually combat that's in it because it seemed like the Spider-Man had a lot of aerial moves, um, a lot of different things that, that Batman wouldn't be able to do in his Arkham games versus Spider-Man.
0: Right. Uh, you know, he has in the Arkham games. Batman has more like the grapple system. Yeah. So you can do a lot of similar things, but it's not quite quite on par. Um, I think that they made certain elements. That aren't like weren't as sexy, um, integral to the uh, the path in the game. Doing the detective work, like there are parts in Spider Man where if you don't get your puzzle right, or like, you can just skip it. Okay. So I mean, that's got pros and cons. But what I will say about Insomniac is that what I can see is that they, while they knew that more than likely they were going to get a second game, they put so much in this to me. That you know they weren't holding something back on the people that they knew were going to spend their hard earned money.
1: Well, I mean, do you think that they're actually going to try to pull in people with DLC though? I mean, what kind of different directions because they take it with that? If they don't do a sequel and do the DLC route instead, because uh, I'm I'm sure people are going to want a new game plus. Uh, people are going to want a sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are going to want something else additional with this. Uh, Spider-Man had a really, really, really hot fire that burned for about a week. And then after everybody beat it, nobody's talking about it anymore. So it seemed like it was almost too easy to beat, but there's not a lot of content to keep you right. around talking about it long enough. And it's,
0: uh, for me, it was kind of weird in the sense that it's not a very long game, but I still feel like it overstated. It's welcome by a couple hours okay. on some of the campaign elements. Um, but I also think that's just kind of the nature of the internet and video games. Sure where you know they were smart to release it in september because in october it's just a um shit fire right so well
1: they, we've got yeah. red dead and redemption 2 that's going to be coming out on the um all the major platforms yeah, uh, Call, here, of and, Call of Duty. Call of Duty is going to become a WWE. Yeah, Forza. Uh, Assassin's yeah.
0: Creed comes out Friday.
1: Right. So, all the major Triple H franchises, I mean, it wouldn't be able to compete with everything else yeah. that was out there. So,
0: there's people like me that are just like, okay, I just need to finish this game before Red Dead comes out. Right, exactly. Um, so, either way, I'm impressed with the game. I think they made some funny decisions in some parts, but uh, overall, I really liked it.
1: Okay. So, if you were going to give it a rating uh, A through
0: F, what would you say that it was? Um, probably a minus.
1: A minus. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and see, that's actually pretty cool to, to hear that Sony has another first party uh, title underneath their belt. That's a single player focused uh, story element, something that's a little bit different that you'd be able to find on other platforms, Nintendo or Xbox.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what Sony's um, wheelhouse is—that first person experience. Yeah. Uh, whether it's Uncharted, Last of Us, uh, God of War, uh, they they really hone in the. Craft the storytelling in games. Yeah, the single so. player
1: experience is what they, they want to try to do yeah. keep
0: alive. The people like me that are anti-social.
1: Oh, there you go. That's it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything that, um, you know, you wrapped up playing or anything you're super interested in right now just to finish up the dip before we towel off?
1: Well, the only thing that I finished myself <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wasn't expecting that.
1: Uh, uh, I, I have um, gotten back into the Sniper Elite uh, series and I just finished wrapping up Sniper Elite 4 and all its DLC uh, it was very, very exciting three-part uh, uh, finale. 15 hours pretty much spanned across three different DLC packs, uh, and, and the very end of it has you blowing up a a station and then running for your life to try to get out as fast as you can with like 500 people that are chasing you all at the same time. Talk about paranoia. It's, uh, uh, it's pretty, pretty crazy, man. It, yeah. was, it was an awesome series, and I can't wait for the next one. Uh,
0: have they announced one?
1: They haven't announced it yet, no. But uh, they've been working on a comic book that's kind of tied into what the new story is supposed to be. But it's still going to be something said in World War II. I mean, that's that's what okay. all the other Sniper Elite games are.
0: Well, yeah. Earlier you said that you didn't think people would want to hear about it. But I actually think that um, if you're a person that like sees all these releases coming out, it's like $60, $60, $60. It's like, what can I do for 25 bucks? Right. Uh, so I think that's a nice feature to have,
1: and this was even a, a game that came out on the Humble Bundle for me on the PC. So mm-hmm. I, I was able to get it into like a, a big group of games for twelve bucks. So I, I yeah. probably spent less than two or three dollars on it, and I've probably gotten way more enjoyment out of this than some of the other sixty dollars games I've bought recently.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean that's always a great value. Yeah. Uh, so next week when we can record our Forza episode, uh, just a little, you know, preview. Um, I'll talk about how I just kind of. Happened upon the series mm-hmm. on Forza 4 yeah and it's been like an obsession for almost 10 years now. yeah so it's amazing how stuff you don't expect can grab you and, and pull you in and make you remember why you remember oh, Maybe I'm sorry um, <laughs> remember why you love playing in the first place yeah make you remember that you remember we knew what you were saying That's all oh we, yeah yeah alright so this is a quick dip uh the lemonade is gone the towels are wet uh <laughs> no, <okay>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the SPF is empty. Well, it's time to finish it up. See you next week. All right. Thanks, guys.